Greetings, everyone. Have you donated to Patreon? Have you reviewed us on iTunes? If not, we'll give you a moment right now to do so. It's going to be a nice day today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long do you think it'll take our listeners to go I, on? I bet they're done. That Usually people pause when you when you ask them to take a moment. They typically pause and then um, come back and hit play. So right now they're just, they're just listening to us, you know, by time. Are you sure? I mean... Our audience may be kind of slow. Maybe. <laughs> they may be pretty slow. <laughs> because I feel like we've said this thousands of times and no one's done it. Welcome, everybody, to the Chips and Bits podcast. My name is Kenny Myers, and with me, as always, I'm Matthew Anderson. And this is the final episode of season four of the Chips and Bits podcast yep. of the great year of 2016. Yes, wonderful. Where nobody wonderful died, and our presidential election was amazing. Mm, that was a good year. Yeah, my presidential <laughs> sorry, election. Sorry, yeah, I can't yeah, vote. Yeah, yeah, he can't. He, although your uh, prime minister at a government election Hold, went really down well. the fort yeah yeah went really well i mean I, to my political leanings mm-hmm, yeah. not to make this podcast political or anything no we wouldn't do that yeah anyway uh you're a green party member is that right nope yeah no not at all no that person's crazy i mean not to make this podcast political we wouldn't do that speaking of politics our game today is deus ex mankind divided divided just like apartheid mm-hmm. did you hear about all the um advertising issues they ran into with this game no they compared it to apartheid in some of their that sounds like a bad idea already it it really was i mean i can understand it in spirit why they would think that would be okay but you just don't compare it to really terrible human events right i guess unless of course you're doing a world war ii game Mm -hmm. in which case the nazis are in fact the nazis in that game yeah you could just call it like it is or super soldiers they're always nazi super soldiers Mm -hmm. um so our game is Deus Ex Mankind Divided. We originally reviewed Human Revolution, uh, which you can find at the bottom of our page for this, probably. And how long ago. ago was that? It was Two one of our ago? first ones. It was, yeah, no, the game came out four years ago. Okay, so maybe even three years ago we reviewed it. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. No, it was five. It was like 2010. It was a long time ago. It was a really long time ago. Mm-hmm. I think we, tr- yeah, we tried it out later because we were just like, well, this game looks stupid. And then everyone was like, this game's great. And then we tried it, and we're like, this game was okay. It's all right. It was okay. It had it, lots of potential. Tons of potential. So did Mankind Divided, a direct sequel to uh, Human Revolution, meet that potential for you, Matt? No. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to the Chips and Bits podcast once again. <laughs> uh, I'm Kenny Myers. And I'm Matthew Anderson. Okay. Do you want to uh, illuminate our audience on why sure. you didn't think it lived up to it? Yeah, I'll do my best. Okay. Um, do you want to explain the premise? 
I'm kidding. No one can explain what goes on in this game. <laughs> Did you see the look of shock on yeah. my face? Yeah, no, was, there's, oh. there's no cohesive uh, story to this uh, game, which no. is actually its biggest failure. Uh, one of them, yes. Well, what's the other? Well, here's really here's a really interesting thing. Uh, I actually really enjoyed playing this game. Great. I thought the story was a fucking mess. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like, it's the kind of science fiction where you have to do a bunch of research to understand what's going on and mm-hmm. reread things and read a ton of really long emails. And even then, still, it's unclear who the major players are in this. It's almost and. Yeah, by the end of the game, it's like you played the intro sequence to the actual story that might be interesting. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if they make another game. Which I don't think I don't think this sold too well. <laughs> I can't imagine it selling very well. Well, yeah, I, it's just like, I mean, does anyone sell well when Overwatch comes out? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in, in comparison, it's just like, oh. But yeah, you, you hinted at what, what I thought was, even if you thought the main plot points or how they hit those points was good. Uh, in my opinion, the major failure of how they deliver the story is they deliver it through uh, you having to go and find things out. And the way that they deliver that information always makes it feel convenient rather than purposeful. So it's just like, oh, I lost my powers. I wonder why. And they're like, maybe if you go talk to this guy, he'll tell you why. Okay. And then you go talk to him and like, yeah. I think maybe you lost him for this reason. Okay. Well, I also lost my memory. Huh. Maybe if you go talk to this guy, he'll tell you why you lost your memory. And it's like, seriously? Which, maybe the story would have been great if it was delivered by a protagonist voice actor who I enjoyed. Oh, my God. I, I forgot it how bad. It was the first. The first one had the exact same problem. Yeah. Which yeah, was really the did. voice actor who plays Adam Jensen, the main character, is like... An even duller Keanu Reeves. Like, his delivery... He's like a gravelly, dull Keanu Reeves. Yeah. It's like, Keanu Reeves is a certain type, right? But he does it well. Yeah. And he plays, and in particular movies, it plays really well. Mm -hmm. But this is like the... Like, if if Keanu Reeves wasn't an actor and just talking to the phone company Mm -hmm. about his uh, charge. Yeah. It's just like... This is just two ninety nine. I can't even do it. Well, it's, and what's funny about it too is if you really took this seriously and you imagine being any of the other characters in the game. Yeah. You know, imagine you live in this dystopian future where humans have started being augmented, you know, with robotics, and half of the population, well, actually, the entire population that's not augmented, is kind of leery of the ro- half robotic population, and you are this augmented Interpol agent, right? Who goes around, you know interviewing people and trying to solve crimes and just imagine you're the person uh this guy shows up at your doorstep to ask like to interrogate you about you know a crime scene and try and help you out right and he shows up and you're like please help me you know someone was just murdered And he's like all right tell me what i need to know about the scene you're like uh even actually can you send in your partner that had too much emotion too much yeah 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 Tell me about the crime scene. No, still, nope. you, you can't actually do as dull as. Can this you was. tell me about the crime scene? It's like, <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. He's just so bad. He ruins yeah. what could be interesting interactions mm-hmm. all the time. And it made conversation in this game so boring and yeah. so slow that eventually I just turned on subtitles and started hitting B once I read everything. So uh, while we're at it, you just remind me of one of the things I actually really hated about this game. What? They do the dialogue tree thing, yeah. you know, which is popular in many games now. Right. 
And it's a very subtle thing. I love thing. dialogue It's trees. a very subtle thing. But let me tell you what I hated about what they did in this game. Okay. They'll give you anywhere from two to four choices sometimes on what you can say. And if you hover over, you know, it'll be something like take the Omega path or the Alpha, uh, be uh, empathize or sympathize or challenge or whatever. It's an option. And you highlight over it and it shows you exactly what you're going to say. Why did, why did that bother you? Why would you show me that? It like it, it removed all of the mystery from which one you were going to try and choose. You're just like, did you? Okay. First, it was so stupid. First question. Did you upgrade your speech so you could convince people? Like you're... Yeah, you know, halfway through or something. Okay. Yeah. You didn't go all the way? No. Because that system makes more sense if you go all the way. No, I mean, like, I upgraded it fully. I okay. did it about halfway through the game is what okay. I'm saying. So yeah. you saw the bloops on the Omega yeah. and Alpha. Yeah. yeah, and you could sometimes pull a trigger and interrupt the speech right. and influence somebody. Right. But I, I just think that it's like... It, the whole point is trying to guess uh, what the right thing is is to say. And some the only fun part about that is wondering how you're going to influence the situation. And when I see three different options and I'm and I'm feeling kind of stressed and I'm like, oh, which one should I pick? And they show me ex- the exact words I'm going to say. Yeah. I just thought that that was it, all they could have done just remove that and just given me the tree and I wouldn't really know. Yeah. And it would feel a lot. I'd be, have a lot more invested in the choice I was making. That that didn't bother me at all and made perfect sense to That's me. fine. Yeah. I just thought it was dumb. Uh, speaking of small things that I thought was really dumb. Yeah. The mini map. Yeah. Did so. There is a waypoint system in this game. Yeah. And if but you, it's stupid. And if you go <laughs> to the main map, which is you hit select and you go, you'll see all the waypoints. Mm-hmm. They do not show up on the mini map. No. Why don't they fucking show up on the mini map? Also, they did a very bad job communicating in the beginning which things would require you taking the subway system and which things wouldn't. Right. So and you'd it was look unclear. on the map. Yeah, you'd look on the map and be like, oh, it's just right over here. But in order to get there, you have to go all the way over to the other side of the city and take a subway under the river or whatever. Yeah. It was stupid. It was dumb that half of the city was cut off from the other half of the city, yeah. too. And then it was unclear that the subway system was taking you to just the same map, mm-hmm. which it never does in any game. Yeah. And then it got really annoying in the end because why couldn't I just fast travel to subway yeah. points? Mm-hmm. Like, why... I mean, maybe in the last area, when Prague was on lockdown, that makes sense. But mm-hmm. why the rest of the game? You know? It yep. was, that was dumb. Uh, I looked at your achievements, and I looked at my achievements last night. I oh, okay. it, this is our, This is one of the freshest games we'll have. Right down to the wire. Right down to the wire. I put this one off as long as I possibly could. Possibly could. could. <laughs> and initially, there was some trepidation about taking this on, because uh, I didn't want to play through all the Witness in a month, which yep. was probably a good choice. Probably. And then I was like, well, what about Deus Ex? And Matt's like, I don't know. But then eventually you decided to. What convinced mm-hmm. you that maybe this was worth talking about on the Chips and Bits podcast? Support us on Patreon, review us on iTunes. So it was really slow. It, it was so slow that through the first three missions, uh, I, I was getting Witcher-itis. And I thought, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Ridiculous. Um, and then what happened was uh, you fi- I finally got through the grinding part, You know, got my powers unlocked, figured out how the mission system works, and I got you know f- to the place where I had you know one or two main story missions, three side missions, some points of interest, all that other jazz. And I kind of felt like, okay, there, I'm finally in the place in this game where I can make a decision as to which you know m- which missions I want to play and in which order. And I just I had the freedom, and the freedom was enough to keep me pushing forward to try and find out. Got it. Is this game 
better than the first version of this game. You know, one of the more interesting aspects of that freedom uh, was that they had side missions. Mm -hmm. It was kind of open world. And the side missions were way more compelling than the main missions. Yes, I agree. Like I would always do them first. The stories (laughs) in them were just complete little stories that weren't crazy. Uh, that didn't bring up random people all of a sudden out of nowhere. Of course, it's not really out of nowhere because y- if you read the newspapers that they put out, the name gets mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing subtle about how they introduce characters. Uh, like, it's not too difficult to find. It's just obnoxious to read through it. But yeah. the side missions are just like, do this and you get this. And I did most of them, and you missed a couple. Yeah, I'm sure I'm dead. I sure, I'm sure uh, I did. And they were all really enjoyable. I like the ones I played. That was the best part of the game for yeah. me was the side missions. They were so fun. And, you know, the mechanics of the game weren't bad. I had a lot of fun when I was doing sneaking. I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular because you could just get so super powered. It got really awesome. Yep. And I like, I mean, I like a challenge. And it was still challenging in some regard. There were some limitations. But it's super fun pathfinding like that. Like looking for really interesting ways. And there were tons of ways to beat missions. Mm-hmm. Which... To their credit, like, uh, it's hard to do. It's hard to design a game like that. And I thought that at least at that level, they did a really good job of designing the levels for, like, different approaches. But it is funny because last night I was giving Matt status reports because we weren't sure if I was going to finish this game. Yeah. And he asked me what mission I was on, and I was on the theater mission. He was like, oh, that one was really hard for me. It took me about five minutes to yep. go through the whole mission. Did you use guns? No. Really? You just snuck? The whole thing. Yeah. I actually got the Peacekeeper Award. I didn't kill a single person. You must have guessed right. I took the wrong path. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's true. I mean, but eventually I got really good at finding the right path. And I I augmented for stealth and hacking. I didn't do any weapon or any augments in that regard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You did? Yep. That's too bad. Well, I saw that you did something that I... And this is another thing. So there's a really terrible last boss. Yep. I would describe the terrible last boss as uh, like the terrible last boss in Bioshock. Not infinite. Like, do you want to talk about how you defeated the last boss? I do want to talk about how Great, I defeated the last boss. Great, let's do it. Okay. I know how you defeated the last boss because <laughs> there's an achievement for it. <laughs> oh, and great. And I saw it. Oh, cool. Uh, and this is just an example of how uh, all this stuff gets interpreted. So you go first. So to really, uh, I think, fruitfully describe what sucked horribly about the final boss mission. Uh, I have to remind everyone who didn't listen to the first podcast that one main gripe I remember having with the first game was that the uh, boss battles that they had, there was a lot of them in the first game. There weren't that many in this one. Right. In the first game, there was a lot of them and they were really hard. There's only one boss battle. No, there was like little mini boss battles. You You have to fight different people along the way. Go back and listen to it. Trust me, I know it's there. And we, we complained about how the difficulty ramp up was significant because if you'd committed to the tech tree too much in one direction, you had a really difficult time defeating some bosses and a really easy time defeating other bosses. Sorry, I didn't, I, there was only one boss battle in Mankind Divided. Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm talking about the first The game. first one, sorry. Yeah, the bosses were really hard. Yes. So in this one, there's not as many. I felt like uh, actually a lot of the quote-unquote boss missions you handle through side missions. Uh, and those ones were really... I. I Felt like the, the difficulty balance was really good. You could defeat them. Either. I, I could see ways in which if you had weapons, you could defeat them. And if you went the stealth approach, there were also really good ways to do it. I, I picked up through a side mission, or maybe it was one of the main story missions, I picked up this thing called a kill switch, which I thought, based on how this, this wonderful story had described it to me, was to um, kill uh, or, or to disable all the bombs 
that this final guy had planted around the city to make it so that he couldn't blow up these bombs and trigger a terrorist attack. So I get to the final boss mission. I sneak into this room, and there's six lines of dialogue, maybe. He's like, welcome. Yeah, for, let's not even get started on the accents. Adam Jensen is not the only one with a terrible voice in this game. They're, they're all terrible. Right. Uh, so the bad guy's like, welcome. I've waited for you. I'm going to kill you. Right. You He's know. like straight out of like a Rambo 7. Yeah. Like Russian accent. And then right? Adam Jensen's like, you're not going to kill me. I'm going to stop you. Just wait. Again, and he's like, still better. And he's like, no, it's... you can't stop me. I accept my fate, whatever the hell. Who wrote this? Yeah. Uh, and then you get And this... then they mention seven obscure names that never really appear. Yep. Like, and six corporations. And then up comes the decision tree. I have three choices. One is like, I can't remember, like, fight him, like attack. The other one was use the signal jammer. And then the other one was use the kill switch. And so I'm like, well, obviously I'm going to use the kill switch. I don't want him to shoot those bombs. I don't want him to, you know, destroy the bombs. Right. So I use the kill switch. And then it goes to this cutscene where I pull out this little device and I push the button and the guy dies and falls to the ground. And that was it. <laughs> Literally, like that was it. You it gotta was... admit though, that was definitely different than all the bosses and uh And then guess get this, it keeps yeah. going. So then Adam Jensen gets up from behind the thing I was hiding behind, uh-huh. walks to the window, steps over the guy's dead body, walks to the window overlooking the city, and radios to his partner and says, McCready, it's over. Credits. What the fuck? Uh, After all of that. I want to get to that because I remember texting you last night. I I was surprised that the game was over when it was over. Oh, my gosh. It made no sense. I was like, it was like New Game Plus Unlocked. I was like, what? Yeah, that's it? That's it? (laughs) Uh, So my experience with The Last of Us was way more fun than that. Great. I crawled around through vents and disabled slowly all the security drones and everything via hacking. That sounds fun. And then I sat... And just shot him full of tranquilizer darts. <laughs> but the funny part was, there was, it was he was like really glitchy because he was just like in one place and then I'd shoot him and then he'd like hold his head and then I'd just shoot him again and he would like hold his head in pain and then I'd shoot him. I shot him 20 times. Wow. Uh, and then eventually like a weird spark happened. Oh, yeah. And like I thought the game was going to glitch and then it said you've unlocked new game plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, well, there was a cutscene I think, but. Uh, yeah, but it was it was actually way more fun just sneaking around and doing that than it was than yours. Hmm. Uh, another thing happened in this game that was pretty interesting, uh, which is you played a mission that I didn't play, and I played a mission that you didn't play. Oh, cool. So you did, you saved, there's a point in the game where you get to choose between either a bank heist or you save the girl. Uh, which is still kind of heisty. You have to break into a... Right. A thing, a place. You save a girl who might have information about the bomb. Actually, that's how I get the, got the kill switch, which ruined the game for me. Right. Yeah. And I didn't have the kill switch. So... Sucks, bro. Yeah. Uh, so we get... So Matt, I, fortunately, we usually align on this. And I got to that point and I'm like, well, the more ethical <laughs> thing seems to be to save the girl. So I'm going to rob the bank because I'm pretty sure Matt did the more ethical <laughs> thing. I can't believe you actually put that into your decision making. Well, I have to consider it. And usually we're pretty good about warning each other about yeah. those kind of things, but that's usually just me telling you. Mm-hmm. You don't have that kind of consideration. I also I was still I was actively trying to finish the game too. Right. So. Right. Uh and the bank heist mission was uh pretty fun. Cool. It wasn't great, but it was pretty fun. Sweet. Would you play the third game? No. You're done. Yep. This was like 
you gave him a chance and you're just like, no. Yeah, we haven't even started on the whole, you know, one of the things that made me okay with playing this game. The only thing that I was hesitant about was that I knew it was still a long game. You know, we were swapping The Witness, which I knew was really long, with a game I thought was still pretty long and we had a limited time to play it. Assuming that we didn't do all the side missions, though. It's not that long. No, I bet, you know, of course we're going to do the side missions. We play video games. That's right. Um, So, but when I got into it and finally cleared the, the hurdles of the slow start to this game... I was really looking forward to figuring out if they'd made progress and like what they did in this game. Right. And I just feel like they didn't do shit. I mean, like, this is exactly the same game. It, look, they. I feel like they got better at the level designs. Whatever. Oddly enough, the game feels less epic than the first game. It yeah, feels, totally. It felt much, much smaller. Yeah, there was there's no real climax. Um, I was still doing a lot of. Going down ladders into the sewers, coming back out of the sewers, looking for the vents. Where's the vent? Move the vending machine. Find the vent. Right. So, yes, they did a good job of designing all of the different ways, all of the different vents that went in and out of buildings. Right. But the trick to almost every situation was still turn on your Batman vision, look for the vent behind the pop machine, move it, and then go through the vent. It was almost every single solution. Batman again. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, yeah. And then there's. Well, what would you, what could you envision? That would make it more interesting. Uh, well, they could give it a good story. That would be key. They one. could replace all of the voice actors. New main protagonist, please. Yeah, they could simplify the tech tree. You Still. Know, just about every other character, minus the villain, was more interesting than the protagonist. Uh, yes, yes. In fact, uh, I thought by far and away, the best uh, character and voice acting was your little, um, your sidekick, uh, Alex. I yeah. thought she was by far the best. Yeah, she was. Yeah, interesting character. You don't know what her motivations are. She could be right. leading you astray. The voice acting for her was great. Awesome. Everyone else, terrible. Right. Like, I don't even know where they found these people. I could I could actually just impersonate all the voices much better, I feel, than all the people that they probably paid right. to do those voices. Yeah. So that was that was overall my main gripe, is that like I was really looking forward to a game where they tried something new. And yeah. There, there wasn't any of that. Right. But the newest thing was you get some overdrive powers that, whatever. I None never of them used were any really, of them. really good. No, I, used, I, I unlocked one of them, which was the shooting, shooting the electricity to disable people. That was it. The one I unlocked was the remote hacking. That was pretty good. Yeah, I could see that being cool. It was cool. I could shut down everything from anywhere. Cool. It made sneaking so easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was weird because I, re- I actually really enjoyed playing through the gameplay parts of it i just thought it was fun and challenging and then i thought it was not challenging but fun that i was so overpowered mm-hmm. that i could just go through it and then the story just really just shut and i i can't stand their main protagonist i have no yeah i like i don't like him yeah he's pointy he's just stupid he's just stupid yeah i don't care about him in any way yeah don't worry, Matt. I don't think we'll do another Deus Sex for this podcast. That's good. I think the book is closed on this. I, but uh, you never know. Assassin's Creed, you know? <laughs> I can't remember what other game uh, fell victim to this recently either, but uh, this this definitely did. My, my new least favorite thing, which is where the graphics, the in-game graphics are so good. That the cutscenes look terrible? It makes the cutscenes look horrendous. Right. Every time a cutscene happened in this game, and there was quite a few. Yep. I was like, this looks so shitty. Right. 
Because like, you're playing it on like a really nice graphics yeah. card. Like the lip syncing's terrible. Yeah. The graphics, the, the facial, I mean, the textures on the people's faces just right. made them look like mud. And then you get a crisp 60 frame per second, yeah. like beautiful. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then it switched back to first person view and I was like, this looks amazing. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't render it in real time. It was, it was, it was pretty bad. framework. It was pretty graphic card intensive though. My graphics cards can't handle the full max. Yeah. No, I mean, there was a, I had a little bit of tearing and a little bit of uh, like frame rate. Oh, I turn on V-Sync no matter what. Mm. It bothers the fuck out of me. <laughs> when I see the screen tear, it yeah. ruins games. It was For me, it was really only when I was traveling in the train, I would see it. And then some of the cutscenes. Oh, I would God. See it. In game, I would rarely see it. The loading scenes in the train. I was so tired of going to the train stations yeah. by the end of it. Just <laughs> the fucking train stations. <laughs> I get that there's a lot to load, you know? It's a yeah. AAA game with high-definition textures on PC. Mm-hmm. But fuck, man. The train station. And then you had to go to a specific section of the train station because right. if you went... and If you went down one side, you box yourself in and you'd go around the pylons each I mean, time. kudos to them because by the end of it, uh, I was walking to that station even when I didn't need to. Yeah. The very back part. <laughs> like, like, I'd been trained just like, well, I have to go to this because they treat it like, I mean... Apartheid. Yeah. I'm Where they have like an augmented and yeah. a naturals area. And so yeah. you go to the augmented, which is the back of the train. Mm-hmm. Metaphor, metaphor. Yep. Um, yeah. No, I, you know, uh, what's funny is I remember Human Revolution had an incredibly terrible ending uh, and we hated it. Well, it was the four different choices. But they whatever. weren't really different, and but they were. No, no, that's Mass Effect. The choices were pretty different in, in no, the No, but the one. video wasn't too different. Oh, the video was exactly the it same. It was almost yeah. exactly the same. It was just cut scenes of weird nature. <laughs> and this this somehow managed to have an even worse yeah. like ending. <laughs> because uh, they, although there was a little twist in the credit sequence that was that was the most intriguing concept they've That's what I meant. That's what I meant. There's like you put fifty hours into this game or however however long we played right. it. And it's almost seems like what you did was the the you know the prologue, right? To the story, the part of the story that might, may actually be interesting, which is because we're just a spoiler podcast. The twist is that Adam Jensen, if you did another side mission, he might not be the original character, right? My feeling is that he died in right. the first game, yes, and they recreated him, yeah, with his memories, right? But as an agent of the Illuminati, which yeah. is literally called the Illuminati in yep. this game, which is great because that's the only name you can follow. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense to the story because you're just like, oh yeah, there's something that makes sense because everyone knows fucking Illuminati, right? Yeah, yep. Dan Brown novel, like a like a like a Dan Brown novel. I uh, I felt like there was one. Oh yes, I remember another thing that I really hated about this game. Why are the menus so slow? So slow. I have to use the triggers, it to, and it took so forever long. to click through I each know. of this. There was six sections. What was the game that had the really terrible menu system like that? I don't know, but this one was really... Was it Assassin's Creed? It's the first time in a long time that... And you have to go into the menu a lot. You have to manage your inventory. You have to look at your skills. You have to check your objectives. Yeah, including the, the like quick access menu was No, slow. no, none of them were... Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. That whole interface with holding down a button. It's horrible. And then for some reason, that magically freezes the action. But then sometimes it doesn't. And you're like... Ugh. Yeah, no. It, uh, and there's a stupid wheel. And the way to select it is to rotate around the wheel and then push down the joystick... Uh, it was weird, man. It was stupid. Yeah, it wasn't the best. It was the worst. Well, that's in season four. <laughs> it is season four, right? Well, let's make sure I didn't miss anything else terrible about this game. I think we said because you really base. liked it. No, I enjoyed playing through it, but I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. I thought I brought notes. I, I wouldn't recommend notes. it to anyone. No, I don't think anyone should play this. Like game. I liked it, like I liked mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed games, where I just entered this weird, like, hypnotic cycle of 
uh, video game trance where I'm just like, yeah, I'm enjoying this, but I not quantifiably. Like, I can't explain why. It's just like, yeah, this, this is fun. It's just like, yeah, I snuck up and killed someone. This is the first time I've ever not killed someone in a game. Uh, yeah, I think I killed, I, technically, I think I killed the last guy. That was it? That's the only person I remember killing. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's like that in Dishonored when you just killed that one person, yep. which is much harder to not kill people in Dishonored. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, yes. Oh, well. I, I wrote, and that's the end of season four. I wrote down two special bullets. The one which I kind of covered, which was the accents. But everyone in this game is from Prague or from London or from Germany or from somewhere. And they all have terrible accents. Like, <laughs> they're well, all the just... British guy is British. No, no, I'm not talking about him. Yeah. I'm talking about, and I don't want to pull a jazz here. Yeah. But. That no one knows who that is. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think that the you can it's like a, you can tell that it's an English person trying to do some German or Slavic accent, right? And it's just real bad. Which is funny because that seems to be a problem with Montreal-based games. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> like heavy rain. Yeah, it's just not representing. I don't know. Maybe their voice acting talent isn't as high quality. They gotta, they gotta go. Jez, go by the way, is our friend who fails to recognize the accent of his own people. Yeah, who, who is English. Yeah, and so, so I'm not, you know, from Prague. So you know, right, I can only get this half wrong. But it really did seem like those right. those people doing the voice acting were not from Prague. Right, uh, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it also seems like Jensen was really trying to be a human, but came across not human at, at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so my maybe la- intentionally my last least favorite thing, which is was amazing, and I can't believe I forgot about this, was um, they the, most of the time when they're doing the dialogue in the game, it's pretty up close crops of the people's faces when they're talking. Right. Every once in a while, when they want to show where you're standing or they want to show that you're talking to the person, they'll they'll pan out and you can see basically from the waist up almost. And they reuse these two very specific movement mechanics for the protagonist over and over again in the wrong situations. Oh, really? So the first one was, he puts his hands up, kind of like he's shrugging. Yeah. Like, mm. But he would use it for things like, okay. And he'd like shrug his hands. That feels right. The other one was... Okay, feels right the other to one shrug was, your hands. The other one was, he would, he would push his hands out, like, whoa, like yeah. back off type of thing. But he, he would use that for things like, let's not get carried away here. That again feels right. So it's it's okay. Like the use of it was like kind of... Right. But, but the the way they do it is not realistic. The problem, Matt, is... And he always looked so stupid every time he did it. problem is, Matt, is you're a Canadian and not a very, like, handy, expressive people. And, in fact, your exclamation is okay. No, that's not true. I express a lot. So your exclamation is, oh, my God. See? Yeah, that's the finger. But, like, <laughs> you are not an expressive people. Okay. I'm sorry, buddy. That's it's all right. It's just like your thing. That's all right. Yeah, you 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 don't you don't you're not as hyperbolic as Americans. This game came from you know my country. I Ca- wish it was better. Canadians, but French Canadians. Yeah, you know French Canadians are great. Yeah, but they're way more expressive than boring. Canadians. Oh, that might be true. Yeah, yeah that might be true. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. beautiful people, mm-hmm. and they make some great games and some not so great games. It's funny. They make a lot of great aspects of some games. They make a lot of fantastic aspects. And they of just some games. why can't they get the rest? I don't know. There's some important pieces they Maybe really you should go up and educate your really country to work on. Educate your countrymen about This is games. what I'm saying. Like, I know I don't have I can't program a video game. Right. There's no way I can write a script for a video game. Right. And you've never worked on a large team trying to design a video game with a corporate nope. overseer. Never. Right. But for some reason, I still think, hey, if there's a company out there that wants to give me a shot at just being the guy that tells you when it's not okay to put that in a game, yeah. and when it is okay, 
I can be that guy. I yeah. swear I can be that guy. What a surprise. No, for, I'm, I'm uh, serious. For a, a podcaster. I know. To believe that they can do that. I know. It's so shocking. It is shocking. It's like you even had a podcast talking about what's wrong with people's games. Yeah. Yeah. Or what you love about people's games. Yeah. I just think I could do a good job at it. Just like season four of the Chips and Bits podcast. Which was great. Which was great. We yeah. had some good games this year. We did have some great games. What was our, what, do we have a game of the year yet? Not yet. We'll announce that know. in our was next Was there a one. Batman game? Because if so, that was probably it. <laughs> it was, and it was Arkham Knight. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's this year. Okay. If that's this year, then that probably wins. Yeah. Maybe XCOM 2. <laughs> I mean, it could have been. No. No, XCOM it's not. 2 XCOM 2 came out this year. Yeah, but I haven't, I haven't played that. Um, right, I know. Well, well we usually Overwatch. announce it in, in February. There's Overwatch. Overwatch is... Overwatch would be hard to beat. Real good. Even for me. Yeah. This might be the one where we have a joint game. Yep. But I still have to play Final Fantasy 15. Well, we don't know what we're talking about in four months, right? Or two months or whatever. Probably. Well, it depends how lazy we feel. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave you in suspense. Civ 6 comes There's got to be a cliffhanger. Yeah. 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 What will be our game of the year? Find out next year. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I can, <laughs> I can feel the excitement through the mm, microphone. It's tingly. Yeah. A little bit. So uh, that's our podcast for this year. Mm-hmm. I'm Kenny Myers. And with me as always... Matthew Anderson. And thank you so much for listening to us this year. We'll be back in February uh, where we'll cover some game. And uh, it's been really fun. And thanks for continually listening. And our viewership's grown this year. Still don't know why. Something's wrong. Yeah. We're pretty sure it's just spammers somehow hijacking our network for something. Although we, we have a hunch that maybe it's our uh, the self-deprecation. So maybe if we just keep hating our own podcast. Uh, maybe if we keep will... hating our podcast listeners, that'll be oh, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. could be the that could be the trick right there. I think it is. So yeah. anyway, have a merry have a Christmas. terrible Christmas, you yeah. assholes. <laughs> or whatever holiday you celebrate. Yeah. During sorry. the season. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, you sorry. know, we're, we apologize. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. And uh, thanks for listening. We love you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Everyone everyone celebrates that one, right? I I think so. Yeah. That can't be the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on, wait. Wait. (laughs) Wait a little slurp. No, no, no. We'll put the slurping sound in the Patreon for a bonus episode. There we go. Thanks again. Let's get some slurps in there. <laughs> That's important. Mmm, slurpees.